You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, how was your three-day weekend? Did you enjoy it? It was It was nice. It was. It's You get a long break for, for the holiday, and then you come back, you get a nice little other three-day break to kind of just help you ease back into all the madness. Uh, but now I'm ready to work, and it's it's uh, off-season time, so there's lots and lots and lots to talk about. Um, and uh, we're going to get started with reviews, previews. Uh, we, we look in all directions now that the off-season's here. Yep, so coming up on today's show, uh, in lieu of Oscar season, because <laughs> I was watching Good Morning America today, and they were announcing all the... Uh, all the movies that are up for uh, for nomination uh, at the Oscars, which I think is is it next month or is it in March? I, it's I usually confused. February, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. All right. Um, we decided to do our own little award show for the Cowboys from the 2018 season. Uh, Landon and I, we did not discuss our picks, but we kind of gave each other some categories and made some selections. So that's what we're going to be doing on today's show. But before we do that. Um, I just want to let you guys know about a project that Landon and I have been working on and something that we're going to be doing uh, for the next several months. Uh, but we're going to do a series which is reviewing the, the 2018 season game by game. Uh, so what's going to happen is Landon and I are going to discuss uh, the games in order. Uh, we're going to maybe do a, a deeper dive into what happened. Mm-hmm. Now that with the season is kind of wrapped up, we can kind of have the 10,000-foot view. And we'll, we'll, uh, and we'll announce it, ahead. too. We'll announce like w- when we're going to do each game so everybody can also watch, you know, rewatch the game. If you've got a Game Pass uh, subscription that you can also hop in and watch the L22 and kind of follow along. You know, sort of like, you know, some you see some of these podcasts that, you know, watch movies together and then review them and that sort of thing. That's kind of what we were looking for right, is right. we all watch a game together at the similar time uh, we may have a guest who will come in and watch it with us or watch it as well uh, and then we all just get together and kind of discuss the game kind of more in depth and not just about the game but you know all the things around it how how, how people were feeling what what the culture was like at the time what twitter was like uh you know kind of a 20 360 view of of what the games was like uh very posthumously yeah, and we have some great guests coming up, too. The first episode is going to be released next week. It's just going to be Landon and I. Uh, and we're going to be watching the, the Cowboys versus Panthers week one uh, game of the regular season. That episode will probably come out either Monday or Tuesday. It might be split up into a diff- couple different episodes, so make sure you guys follow along. We will keep you updated with all of that stuff, but we just wanted to give you guys a little teaser mm-hmm. as to what's going to be happening over the next several months. All right, Landon, let's go ahead and get into our awards. Uh, I want to start with offensive MVP. Who do you think was the, the, the biggest, most important person on this Cowboys offense this season? Well, you know, it's tough because you go through this and, and naturally you want – it feels like the default is to have a discussion between Dak and Zeke. I mean, Dak obviously is the quarterback and Zeke is obviously a larger part of what how the offense runs. I, I decided to go a different route here. Um 
I, I, I think I'm going to put that Cooper was the offensive MVP. Ooh, that's a good uh, one. Because I think the ultimately the way that the game was changed, the Cowboys, the, the formula was shifted once Cooper came in. And, and, and really, it's hard to deny that since the, since the Cooper trade has happened, the Cowboys have been a, kind of a different team. So uh, I just think when you look at his impact and when you look at what uh, he brought into the mix and what it, what it meant for how – the Cowboys called their plays and the success that they had on those plays. Um, I think that, you know, any other year, maybe I take Cooper a little bit more for granted and I go Zeke or Dak, but I think because we saw what directly, what kind of impact uh, uh, is going on, um, I I think that I'm going to go ahead and say that what Cooper did to this offense uh, coming in at midseason uh, had uh, the the kind of effect that that propelled them into the playoffs and uh, into the divisional round of the playoffs. Yeah, I can't make a a very good case against that. I thought Cooper was outstanding this year. I mean, we talked about him all year on the podcast. The difference that he made as soon as he came onto the roster, not just uh, his play for himself, but you know, affecting everyone around him. Uh, I can't argue against Amari Cooper. Uh, but my pick is going to be Ezekiel Elliott. And again, this isn't, I, I know that when you say most valuable player, it's it, it kind of gives you a wrong connotation. Maybe we should have said most outstanding player. Uh, but for me, it was Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, in 17 games this season, he had 2,200 total yards, 11 touchdowns. He was the engine to the Cowboys offense. So many games this year, he made the, the key play or the key block to extend drives. Uh, I, I'm thinking about, you know, the Detroit Lion game, I think that was the week four game where he made the reception down the field uh, to, to get the Cowboys in field goal range. Whether it was running against stacked boxes, uh, making plays out of the backfield, protecting Dak Prescott, I think he did a little bit of everything, uh, and he, he was the most important player to the Cowboys offense this season. Yeah, and I, I, I was kind of surprised that I was hoping to go for a different route than, than you, but it looks like uh, we, we both felt the same way. I mean, I think... Uh, Zeke and, and Dak have obvious claims to this as well, but I just think it's it's interesting to view it through this lens, and especially when you just look at the impact that he had coming in at midseason. All right, let's go ahead and talk about our defensive MVP. This one was a little trickier. Uh, I had three different names that I, I initially wrote down, and I kind of argued with myself, and I thought about it a lot. Uh, but I will let you go first, Landon. Who was your defensive MVP this season for the Cowboys? Well, I decided to keep it simple, and and I'm I'm going with Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, I, I think that yeah, me I too. mean he's he's the stir the straw that stirs the the drink and for the defense. And um, I think that if you look at what he does in the run and in the pass game for this for this defense, uh, it's hard to not you know point to him. And and also beyond that, he's become this vocal leader, this, you know, emotional leader of this defense in a lot of ways. Uh so I, I feel like, you know, just his play on the field, ten sacks doesn't quite cover what he did, I think, in the passing game and, and it he was absolutely dominant as a run defender on the edge. So uh I, I think as 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 far as it goes, like defensive most valuable players. I mean, if you're taking it in the sense of, of truly the most valuable player, or if you're taking it in the sense of the player that made the most impact on this defense. Either way, I, I feel like it has to be Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, I can't argue against that. That's who I had. Uh, Lawrence had ten and a half sacks in uh, eighteen games this season. When you include the playoffs, the sack total obviously was down a little bit, but he saw more attention. Yeah. Uh, the thing the thing that I love. 18 tackles for a loss, 24 quarterback hits. I thought Demarcus Lawrence, as good as he was in the run in 2017, I think he was just that much better 
I mean, it's been a long time since the Cowboys have had a true stud pass rusher who can do it all on the, uh, on the outside. Uh, not since DeMarcus uh, Ware. I thought Lawrence was fantastic this year, uh, and he deserves every single penny uh, of the new contract he's going to get this offseason. All right, let's take a quick break, and we will come back, and we will do, do some more awards from the Cowboys 2018 season. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for my advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't always know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you've got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They have been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me in the past, and that's why I'm urging you guys to make your way to my bookie. You win, and they pay. It's that simple. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet on the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each week. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to activate that offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, our next award is for the most improved player uh, for the Cowboys this year. Landon, who do you have? Uh, we're doing most improved here, right? Most improved. Uh, I I put Jalen Smith. Um, I I think that Ooh. you know, I mean, when you talk about where he was, still kind of dealing with the lingering elements of his drop foot last season, um, uh, you know, obviously to what he was this year, uh, is unbelievable. I mean, it, it, he. There are questions about whether he would ever get back to the player that he was before uh, uh, the injury. And, and suddenly he shows up this season and he's surpassed that and become uh, even more of a freak of nature, of a powerful player. Uh, just just a really impressive how he's gone from being kind of a run-and-hit linebacker in college uh, to hoping that he gets back to that too. Now being a run-and-hit linebacker who can destroy guards on his way. So uh, I, I feel like... This was one of those things that it was, you know, just talk about most improved. It was kind of a no-brainer just because of where he was a year ago and even a year and a half ago to what he is now is just unbelievable. And you got to be thrilled for this kid. Dang, that's a good one. I, I should have thought of that one. But that would mean I'd have to admit I'm wrong. No, so I'm not going to do that one. Can't do that. No, no. Can't do that. Instead, uh, I picked Byron Jones. Uh, Byron Jones, as a safety, I thought was a good player. But I remember this offseason, uh, we were having the conversation whether or not the, the Cowboys should uh, even pick up his fifth-year option. And now you're at the point where Byron Jones was, what, one of the top five or six cornerbacks in the entire league yeah. this season? Yeah. Uh, a position switch obviously helped him, uh, and the Cowboys had a, a true number one cornerback for the first time in a long, long time. Uh, did Byron Jones really improve that much of his, as a player, or did the positional switch help? I'm not sure, but all I know is the Cowboys got a, a heck of a player at cornerback with Byron Jones. Anything to add there? No, and I, and I think it's not an either-or situation. I think it's both. 
I mean, I think the ch- yeah, positional change in his uh, attitude and his, his play just improved. So I think it's a combination of both. All right, our next one is breakout player, which is kind of similar to most improved, but this is a guy that maybe came out of nowhere to, to have a role or somebody to keep, kind of keep an eye on in the future who could you know maybe see a bigger role with the team. Who do you have for Blake, breakout player of 2018? Oh, your Freudian slip gave it away. I, I have Blake Jarwin, uh, I, my oh, Blake, man. my breakout player of the of the year. Uh, I think uh, he's uh, he is going to. Uh, we show, we saw a little bit of it. We saw, you know, we saw some of it in in, in training camp, and then it just kind of disappeared for a period of strength. But I, I think you saw a little bit at the end of the season. He was starting to figure it out. Uh, that he has the skill set to, to play in this league. I think you know he has the ability to, uh, you know, do to make some noise and to to, to actually put a dent in some things as a receiver, uh, as a receiving threat in this league. Uh, I, I think now that he's figured that out, I mean, I think the sky's the limit. He'll come out and the, you know he seems like a real work, hardworking dude. So uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he came back next next year and, and really carved a large part of, of a part of a role in this offense in one way or another. Yeah, that's a good name. Uh, I actually took it a little different direction. Uh, I went for a player that kind of came out of nowhere to, to play some meaningful snaps for the Cowboys. And for me, the breakout player of 2018 was Antoine that's Woods. A good choice. Uh, yeah, nobody, nobody saw him even making the roster back in, you know, late July, early August. And by the end of the season, you were getting elite production from your your one technique. Now, a lot of people maybe have soured on him because of the playoff game. Don't do that. He was fantastic through the season. He played through an injury in that game. Uh, I think when when you consider how you know how many lack of resources the Cowboys have used at the position, and then only to get a player like Antoine Woods come in and play that well, I, I think that's fantastic. And I think he ended up being a big part of the Cowboys' defense this season. Absolutely. He was, he was huge. All right, let's take another quick break, and we'll be back to talk about the best rookie from 2018. This episode of the Locked on Cowboys podcast is sponsored by Action Heat. Action Heat makes the world's best battery-heated clothing. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. Control your environment with Action Heat. Action Heat clothing is engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to those of a heated car seat. They can reach temperatures of up to 135 degrees and are powered by rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion batteries that last up to 12 hours on a single charge. It's a perfect gift for any friend or family. It's great for anybody who works outdoors, skis, snowboards, hunts, anything like that. Anybody that hates the cold, you need to get them an Action Heat garment this Christmas season. Uh, For our listeners, we have a special deal to save 20% off your entire order. Just go to actionheat.com slash locked on to check out everything Action Heat has to offer. That's actionheat.com slash locked on or use the coupon code locked on at the checkout to save 20%. Stay toasty warm while you enjoy all your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, Landon, this one should be pretty cut and dry, but who is your best rookie for the Cowboys this year? Uh, you know, you could try to make the debate a couple different ways, but, I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't put Leighton Van Der Esch, you're probably serve, you know, doing a huge disservice to what he did this offseason. So, uh, short and sweet, I, I put Leighton Van Der Esch, and that's who I got here. 
Yeah, me too. I mean, you had a linebacker that started 11 games this year and was second team all pro. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know how it's anybody else. I mean, you can make the dis- the the argument that Leighton Van Der Esch was one of the top three or four rookies in the entire league, uh, and certainly one of the best defensive rookies. You know, outside of maybe Darius Jackson or uh, sorry Darius Leonard or Derwin James, uh, just a, an outstanding season from Leighton Van Der Esch. And you're hoping with more snaps next year, probably Sean Lee won't be back, uh, that you're going to see an even uh, a bigger jump in play from the the linebacker from Boise State. All right, this is maybe my favorite category. Uh, best play. So I want you to think back, Landon, of all the plays the Cowboys had this year, all 1,800 snaps that they had. What was your favorite play from this season? Man, it's going to be nuts if we if we have the same play here. I mean, the, of all the plays, right? Uh, right, let's do it. I, I put the, the Eagles overtime pass deflection catch by Amari Cooper to win the game. Uh, that I thought was the best play of the game. I, you know, I also had thought about putting in Cooper's 75-yard catch from that same game um, to to put them uh, ahead uh, temporarily, but I think that the overtime catch, uh, just the, the way the ball bounced, the way Cooper kept his concentration and, and, and was able to snatch it and take it, walk it into the end zone, uh, it was, I mean, be, you know, Overtime win against the Eagles. That's all you got to really say. And, and I think that was it was beautiful. And it was just a great cherry on top of a fantastic game for Amari Cooper. Yeah, it's hard to argue against either one of those. Those are both great plays. I'm picking the same player, but a different play. Uh, my favorite play for the season was Amari Cooper's 90-yard mm. touchdown on Thanksgiving against Washington. Uh, you know, they were backed up. Dak Prescott threw the ball from his own end zone. Uh, there was three guys surrounding Amari Cooper. Somehow he was able to make the reception and, and take off and, and score. That put the Cowboys up two touchdowns. I, I think that was at the, that was like the first time when I really realized – Man, they have a monster hmm. at wide receiver. I mean, I mean, Cooper made plays before that, you know, against Tennessee uh, earlier in the game against Washington. But that was the first time it was like this is this is a different cat. You know, this is one of the the special special talents at receiver. Uh, and his ninety yard touchdown against Washington was just a perfect example of everything that he can bring uh, to this Cowboys offense. All right, our last category. We have to end on a sad note. Uh, is <laughs> our biggest disappointment. Landon, what was your biggest disappointment from the 2018 season? Well, this one might be the same. Uh, well, maybe not. It maybe not. Uh, it's Sean Lee. I mean, mm. I, I just for him to fall off so precipitously after you know, especially after the last thing we saw was him and Hard Knocks or whatever. No, all for all, all or nothing. I guess the Amazon one. Yep. Uh, him just grinding tape and you know, and everyone got stoked about that and. You know, even before he got injured, he came out and was flat and didn't make a lot of play. I mean, just not making plays at the consistent level that he was before and, and just and is a liability at large portions of the of the season. Um, yeah, it was it was tough to watch as a fan of, of Sean Lee's play and uh, for him to kind of, you know, walk his way through the season kind of almost through the motions, certainly not looking anything like the Sean Lee that we're used to uh, was very disheartening. 
Yeah, that's a good one. I, and, you know, the, now that you made the case for, it, I, I kind of agree with that one. I, you know, Sean Lee has been a great player for the Cowboys so long, and you, you just felt like whenever he was on the field, he could make everything right with the defense. Didn't matter the talent that was in front of him. Sean Lee, Sean Lee was so good he could cover up all the mistakes. Now it's that's not the case. Now it's Sean Lee's the problem when he's on the field, and I, it's hard for me to, to imagine that he's going to be back on the team next year, especially when you consider that cap number. Uh, my biggest disappointment was Taco Charlton. Uh, I, I expected Taco to take a leap this year. Uh, as a rookie, he had three sacks. He had seven quarterback hits. Uh, you started to see a different player in the second half of the season, and I was hoping that kind of that momentum would carry him into being a, you know, not a great but a, a solid rotational player, maybe a guy that would get six or seven sacks every year. Uh, we saw just the opposite. We saw uh, uh, somebody who uh, seemed like he lost confidence in himself, started to pout a little bit. Uh, the team benched him. And even when he came back, uh, you didn't see much. He finished the year with just one sack, had 27 tackles, uh, four quarterback hits. And now it's fair to wonder if, you know, what's his role going forward? Is he going to be a, a you know a career backup? Is there a chance that the team moves on from him this offseason? I don't know, but it's I'm starting to be a little bit concerned about Taco going forward. Yeah, uh, I mean it's hard not to, especially just looking at all how the whole thing played out. Um, he's definitely losing playing time to a fourth round pick this year. Um, you know, just and when he was on the field, you know, he wasn't making plays at the rate that you're expecting for a guy that was a you know a late ra- late first round, but still a first round pick. And um, so uh, yeah, I think that. You and I were both obviously not high on taking Taco Charlton at the at the time that we did. Right. Uh, both of us had hopes that he could develop into something like you mentioned, like a, a you know a good, solid left defensive end who could play the run well, who give you some sacks. Maybe not a ten sack guy, but give you some sack production, some pass rush production. And we have not really seen that much right right now. He's struggling to even be a third defensive end so yeah it's well, pretty we talked to we talked about this in the the offseason that we kind of thought the the year for taco to break out was year three right yeah. they spent the entire first year kind of breaking him down and trying to build up you know you know his repertoire of pass brushing moves because he just he, he was just a guy that had a lot of athleticism but just it was so lacking in technique uh, this upcoming 2019 is going to be a make or break year for Taco. If he can't, if he can't find a role or it can't improve, uh, this might be it for Taco. It's 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 going to be quite the season for him. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Follow Lane and at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you guys next time. 